Yo, 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 what is up, y'all? Welcome back to episode 12, I'm pretty sure, of Clamps Basketball Podcast. Um, last episode was a just talk about the, like, awards and stuff like that. It's our first real kind of recap. This one's not a full recap of all, only last night. I, I haven't posted, uh, or, like, made an episode in the past, like, two or three days since um the NBA has been back, which is great, and the NBA is back, but... We'll give you a little recap of all the past three days. Mostly the past two, though. And the first day, because it's, you know, James Harden on Friday. But, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Oh, wait, before we start, I'm really, really sorry. But uh, go follow the socials, Twitter, Slee.O, the letter, and then 7. And for the Instagram, Slee underscore O7. All right, now let's get right into it. Let's talk about my team, the Raptors, first real kick, quick. So in the past, um, our past few games, we've literally got um, there's no way to screw code. We got blown out both of the games first by the Hornets and then by the uh, Hawks. Honestly, I turned off the the Hawks game in like the like at the in the middle of the fourth or the, in the middle of the third because uh, and I haven't done that in a, a long time. I was just kind of sick of watching these guys play. They weren't really playing hard. Um. I'm pretty sure Fred said that um, he takes full responsibility of this team right now, but honestly, I'm not really worried about um, the Raptors right now. They're just kind of out of the groove, you know, like all-star break. They haven't played in a while. I do feel like they'll pick it up very, very soon, maybe in a week, maybe less than a week, but I'm not really that worried. We're still the seventh seed, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we are the seventh seed, Um. By two games over the Brooklyn Nets, it's we're thirty-two and twenty-seven. They're twenty thirty-two and twenty-nine. Um, yeah, so we're still pretty. Um, we're still playing pretty well, like like standings wise. So I'm not really really worried. We still have a couple games to like lose if we have to, but I'm not gonna be sad. You know, like if we lose the next couple games, I know we're like not a championship team and stuff like that. But let's talk about the Knicks. No, 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 let's not talk about the Knicks. Let's talk about R.G. Barrett. Man, that that 40, like, what was it, 46-piece game? Let me let me check really quickly. Um, Let's see that. Who was it? Well, anyway, he was playing so solid. They lost the game, 115-100. It was not even that close. But R.J. Barrett had 46 points. Honestly, right now, I, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun or anything. Give R.J. Barrett the keys to Madison Square Garden. Give him the keys to the Knicks. Trade away Julius Randle as soon as possible. Trade away all the guys that you really don't need at all. Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, um, Alec Burks, Campbell Walker. So, sorry to say it, but D. Rose as well. We don't need those guys. Just keep Q Grimes. Um, Cam Reddish, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett as your main building piece. Uh, uh, this is honestly it's a good start for a rebuild right now. R.J. Barrett's still like twenty two, maybe even younger. He's been playing very solid recently. Forty six points, just projected a very big forty bomb, and they lost. Julius Randle did not contribute whatsoever. Eleven eight and eight. That's that's a good game, but he shot two for fifteen from the field. Like I feel like like I don't really I've like I like Julius Randle as a person a lot, but was last year a fluke? 
y'all let me know, but right now, if I'm going to make a GM, I am looking to trade all of my assets in the offseason or let them go. I'm not really sure about all their contracts, but just build around the guys, right? Like, your young guys, like, I already named them, like, RJ Cam, Emmanuel Quigley, Clinton Grimes, Miles McBride, Mitchell Robinson, all, all those guys, and you you will have a pretty solid rebuild to start off with. I feel like you could be low key like a um like a first year John like John Morant Grizzlies like maybe make it into like the play maybe sneak out of the plane as like the ninth or tenth seed. Like I could see that for you guys because that you I bet you could get some good assets by trading away Julius Randle. Not like when you're trading away a Julius Randle type of asset, you're never gonna match like the same player. So you're, you're definitely gonna lose some value, but you're not going to get nothing. All right, next up, Kuzma. Ooh, Kuzma, Kuzma, Kuzma. Started off with a great 36-piece and a 34-piece going off for my fantasy. Man, he's he's been scoring, rebounding, playmaking a little, shooting the ball crazy. Damn, bro. When Kuzma is like, like, sure, Kuzma, shoot the ball, do whatever you want. Like what he's doing on the Wizards right now. He's very, very good. Very, very good. If the Wizards were, like, still, like, the fifth seed, and he Kuzma's been, like, Kuzma was just, like, had the entire keys the entire season, he would have been an all-star. Like, sure, it would have had to be the perfect scenario for Kyle Kuzma, but he would have been an all-star this season. And he has... The start of the year, I was like, ooh, is Kuzma better than Julius Randle? Is Kuzma better than Julius Randle? Or is Julius Randle better than Kyle Kuzma? No. Kyle Kuzma is the better basketball player. All right, let's move on. Um, Next up, CJ McCollum and the Pels. CJ McCollum has been scoring. Sure, CJ McCollum is a scorer. That's great for the Pelicans, right? But he's not taking away shots from guys like B.I., Jonas Valanciunas, like, um, today they went against the Lakers and blew them out of the water. I, I'm pretty sure everyone saw that. It was um, 123 to 95. The Lakers didn't even reach 100 points by regulation. CJ McCollum, yes, he was the leading scorer, 22 points. But Brandon Ingram had 19. Jonas Valanciunas had 19. Jackson Hayes, who's been playing really solid recently, playing as a power forward, 11 and 9. Herb Jones, one of my favorite rookies, 11. Devontae Graham, 12. Great game for the entire team. Like, and CJ McCollum not been playmaking like, oh, he's like the best playmaker in the league. Oh, he should be like, like a point guard or whatever. He, he, sh- he should be a point guard for this team, but like he shouldn't be like considered a point guard still. But he's been playmaking great. Eight assists tonight. Let me check their last game. I'm not too sure about what he had assists-wise, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a couple. He had, um... Yeah, he, he's also been putting out 30 pieces like this every single game. Like, this was his first, like, non 30 piece game, but he had eight assists as well. But yeah, against the Suns, they destroyed the Suns as well, 117 to 102. Um, he was running PG again. He had 32 points, like I just said, but he, he had four assists as well, with only. How many turnovers did he have? Two. That's a good game for a guy that's never played one card before. So, y'all let me know about how you think about CJ. I wonder how it'll work out with Zion. Hopefully, those guys are good. Those guys weren't talking. I heard CJ McCollum just openly said that. I don't think CJ meant any harm because he's like, 
the like ambassador or whatever for that NBPA, which is like the National Basketball Association players thing. Like, like the, they speak for the players. Like he speaks for the players on their behalf. So I don't think he meant to like hurt, like make it a big deal. But I think he was just saying what how he felt. But uh, let's let's go opposite side of that CJ and Pelicans story and talk about the Lakers. I mean, there's not much to say. The Lakers have just been playing like the Lakers, right? Like, what have they been doing that's... Like, they're very, very up and down. Sometimes I get excited say, like, yes, they, may, they might make it in the playoffs. They might make it in the they might They might make the play in. Play in. But games like this, they just seem like a lottery team. But they, they're a lottery team with zero picks. Zero draft picks. How are you getting? I I know the Pelicans have been looking very very solid, but not scoring a hundred in regulation, a hundred points in regulation. You can't do that against the Pelicans, who are a very like not so great defensive team. Like in that starting five, their only good defender is Herb Jones. CJ McCollum is a negative defender. Brandon Ingram is about average. Jackson Hayes is about negative for his position. Jonas Valanciunas is also negative for his position. Same with Tony Snell. Uh, Tony Snell, I'm not too sure, but but Devontae Graham, also not a great defender. I, I don't know how you don't put him 95 points. Actually, I do know how. The only player on your team that's a competent player, and I hate to say it, is LeBron James. You might look at the sidelines saying, oh, but Russ didn't play, play horribly. He had 16-6 and one assist and one steal. Scroll, scroll a bit to the, to the right, buddy. You, you'll see. Yeah, 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 he shot. Five for fifteen. And you might be thinking, "Oh, this is just one one game in a million, right?" Nah, every single night. And I hate to say it, bro, but Russ is Russ is one of my favorite players. Uh, I'm like the guy that says, "Like I'm taking Russ over uh, MVP Russ over D Rose." I I fend for that. I have to say I always protect that MVP case against James Harden against like Russ. I love him, but. This is just not his ear, bro. I hate to say it as well. All right, let's let's move on. I don't really like talking about the Lakers for a too long time. Let's uh let's wrap it up with that Harden. I know I it's like most important, but let's wrap it up with it. So Harden's debut was about expected. Um, thirty point. I don't know if his first game was a thirty point triple double, but his second game was a thirty point triple double. Uh, his first game was his first game. I know he played really good. They did, they blew up the Minnesota Timberwolves, 133-102, and James Harden put up 27-8-12. And, and then in his next game, uh, that was on Friday, by the way, and his next game was on Sunday. He played against the New York Knicks, blew them out of the water some, somewhat, 125. He had 29-10-16. RJ Barrett, by the way, had 24, 5, and 6. Just so y'all know. And Julius Randle had 16 and 10 and 7. So just so you know, just so you know. Um But like James Harden's been going off. And like honestly, I'm not really surprised. Like, I'm pretty sure his debut for it was literally a 30 point triple double as well. No joke. And if I'm not mistaken, I bet I bet I'm not don't fact check me on this. Like, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I bet it was the same for his first game as a Houston Rocket. I bet he had a very good game. But, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if it stays for, like, a couple more weeks. Like, I don't think it's just going to be, like, two more games and he's just going to be putting up, like, end of, 
Nets era Harden stats or playing like him, I think he will be playing like this because Harden is a showman. He likes putting on shows for the fans. He knows what the fans want, and he's giving them what the fans want, right? Like, I don't know. Like, he's like, I'm pretty sure he said something like, um, oh, Philly was my first choice. I I, I didn't complain and go to him. Um, like the Nets, because I wanted to get out of Houston, but Philly was always my first choice. I wanted to be with Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Sixers. I, I don't know if this is true. Players just say stuff to keep, like, the media happy. Like, if you just got traded to, like, a team, would you say, I never wanted to be here? Why Why was I dra- traded here or drafted here, whatever? No player would say that, right? Like, I don't know, take Kyrie Irving for an instant. Um, he was like, I'm not leaving Boston, right? Where is he now? In Brooklyn. Right? So, you just gotta take what these players say a little lately. Not saying they're liars or anything like that. They're great people. Most of them, James Harden up being the club and everything like that with little Baby, Meek Mill, and all those guys. But, uh, uh, there's still a little bit of a good person inside of him. Um, but yeah. But for my, like, thoughts on what the 76ers will do. I do not think they're a championship team. Honestly, maximum, I think they're going to be a second-round exit. That's my prediction for them. But I, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be going to the offseason, looking to trade away Toby, and like get off his contract at least. They don't even need something great. Maybe, maybe honestly, even trade him to the Sacramento Kings for, like, I don't know, like, what would they even want? Like, Harrison Barnes, maybe? I don't know. Just, like, a guy that's less... Shock creation that's not even good at shock creating. Like Tobias Harris thinks he's like Kyrie Irving. Like like if you watch him, he literally never ever shoots the catch and shoot. He always wants to dribble. He always that's not a bad thing, but he's got to stay in his lane, you know. But yeah, like, try and get off Tobias Harris's contract and go back at it next year. Go get a more like solid team around those two guys, because now you don't have to worry about. Oh, we need so much shooting because we, cause we have Ben Simmons on our team. Y- y'all don't need to worry about that no more. You got James Harden and no more Ben Simmons. I'm right, proud of you, Philly fans. Honestly, and your team is great right now. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys do this offseason and in the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys won the championship. I'm not saying, like, oh, you guys are 100% not winning the championship. Just my prediction is that you will be bumped out of the second round. Alright guys, that's all the time I have for you today. Uh, Have a good rest of your day. And uh, peace.